everybody. Soy Adri. Y yo, sí. Y yo, Isa. Y yo, Isis. Y juntas somos mi mamá. My Immigrant Mommy and Amigas. Y el tema de hoy es Soy una Immigrant Mommy. Y vamos a empezar contándoles a qué edad nos convertimos en Immigrant Mommies. Yo me convertí en una Immigrant Mommy a los 31. ¿Tú, Osiris? Yo a los 30. Yo me convertí a los 20 en una Immigrant Mommy. Y yo, Poita, a los 16. <risa> y bueno, ¿qué nos hace una emigrant mommy? Bueno, en mi experiencia, por ejemplo, um, el querer que mis hijos mantengan el, el, el lenguaje que, que fue enseñado a, a conmigo. Por ejemplo, en, nosotros en mi casa hablábamos mayormente español. Mis papás no hablaban inglés. Eh, creo que tomó varios años para que mamá tuviera la confianza de, de decir algunas palabras en inglés. Y este, me para como más aventado. Pero creo que eso quiero. Y eso es mi, mi struggle con mis hijos. De, de querer que ellos sean bilingües. Querer que ellos tengan ese, ese segundo idioma. Eh, entonces, eso es Why como... Why do you feel like that's important, though? Like? I feel like it's important porque uh, being bilingual is like... First of all, I tell them it's a super power. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I always, my <laughs> husband, you know, he always tells them it's a superpower. Mi esposo is super, like, we made up a game that um, last week when we were playing with the girls, and it's like, how many words can you say in Spanish? So I would tell them in English, and they have to say it in Spanish. So, you know, tratamos de hacer eso, and, and it's a struggle for an immigrant mom to try to keep that, because I think it's important. I think que, que it debería de ser de algo que nuestros hijos uh, le puedan enseñar a sus hijos y que no se pierda. And how know? hard is it that when they go into the outside world, you're always hearing about these stories of people approaching those that speak mm -hmm. Spanish and say, mm -hmm. this is America. No, you know, that's really hard because as immigrants, you know, this is our language. Yeah. And for me, with my kids, it was a little different because of the type of work that I do. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I was very conscious that my immigrant status played a huge role in everything that I do. Yeah. And so I think in a, in a different way, um, my mind has created these scenarios. And so I try to be ahead of the game and prepare. So when I had my kid, I wanted them to speak Spanish, but I always thought about having their first language be English because I knew that eventually we might be before a judge And the first question that the judge might ask is, do your children speak English or Spanish? Because if they speak Spanish, then you're okay to be deported or you're okay to go back. That they base it on, oh, if you speak Spanish. Then that's, a, that's like a legitimate <laughs> yeah. question because I have, I, you know, I have seen it. And, and so a lot of my parenting um, decisions, I kind of have to kind of think about them, not just how I want to do things. And that's but the struggle how, of an yeah, immigrant mommy. But, you know, how, you know, how I need to, to do them thinking about the future and stuff. So I think that that's really hard because mm -hmm. internally you do have that struggle. And, and we're in the same situation. You know, we're in the same situation. But I I I feel like there's so many different opinions. Like, hay gente que te va a decir, oh, no, habla el español porque en la escuela no, va a aprender yeah. inglés. No, mi suegra yeah. will always... Always, always, and judge like, you because judge they don't me speak for Spanish that because too. it's like you know. my kids understand Spanish; they can speak some of it, and I want them to to, to be bilingual. And they will be bilingual because my son is bilingual now. But I do feel like in the beginning, when the the you know outsiders come and see it from their point of view, it's like, no, oh, she doesn't want to teach. Sometimes it. you just 
go about your day, do everything that you got to do. You speak English and you think about it. Like, it's been in the back of my mind. Oh, I got to, you know, I got to make sure that they mm-hmm. learn in Spanish. But my oldest is eight and his Spanish is very basic. And actually, whatever he does not have to, it has been a lot from his grandparents teaching him, not even me. Mm-hmm. And it kind of makes me feel guilty. And I feel like, man, I should really put yeah. more focus mm-hmm. on, you know, him learning Spanish. And when you take them into like family parties and oh, you're not learning Espanol and you feel your child, yeah, yeah. yeah. You do feel like that. Not shame. only because people are looking, but it is. It's your culture, and you're not taking yeah. the time. And that's why and it's you so can't important, sit there and you know? explain it to everybody as to why your approach, because sometimes your approach doesn't have this great logic behind it. You know, sometimes yeah. it's just you didn't have time, like you said. But I do feel like most of the time it's in, like it's in you to want to do it yeah it just sucks that Cir- just because of cir- so yeah circumstances yeah, like outside of our control yeah. sometimes control um the way that we do things and that's our, that's our, you know that well like i said that's what's important to me and i feel like that's a struggle I'm, i have as an immigrant mommy i don't know isabel what do you think your struggle is well my struggle is that i have four and i have like 18, 14, 7, 2. So I have like from toddler to preteen to teenager. So my two oldest are very Americanized. But my oldest, he speaks a little more Spanish than my second oldest. And then my two youngest, my middle child, I guess she would be considered my middle child. Um, She speaks Spanish and English, very, actually very fluently. And she loves her, her Mexican food, you know, her frijoles, or arroz, like very Mexican. And my youngest, she's just a vacuum. So I think with my struggle is the food, because it's like my two oldest are very Americanized, very American food. And then like the two younger ones, it's like, you know, arroz and frijoles and tortillas. Yeah. So I think that's, yeah. And well, I was a teen mom, so my cooking were very limited. And I um, learned a lot of my cooking in Mexico, but the cooking was for my first husband, their father. So it was like I was still cooking two different meals because I was eating what I was eating with my kids and then his meals were prepared separately. So they were very Americanized. And then like having to go to school and work your food was very Americanized. Mine was, yeah. yeah. I grew up very... Like, do not comes chile, do not comes no. nada. Yeah. And I mean, I learned, but I just... It wasn't You're my... eating more of it now, though. Yeah, yeah. No comes a quito de tripa, no comes... Um, <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Respects to those who do, but no, I, I love don't. it, and I love my Mexican food. But just three pan, I don't know. Pata, de, oh no, 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 that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's struggle también. It, me yeah. too. Like, for example, nosotros um, en la casa ya últimamente que ya están más grandecitos, uh, we told them, you're eating what mommy and daddy eat. Now because I'm trying it's that, getting, it's you know, like, it, 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 it harder, harder porque ya están más grandes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, no, now I put my foot down. But do like, you feel like los más grandes, ahora que ya están más grandes, ya empiezan a comer más? Because I feel like sometimes veo que um, your older kids, like, they are willing to try new new types of food. Mm, more David so now is, than they so before. Fiona so much but they both went through like a vegetarian state I'm very oh weird. my son went through the vegetarian <laughs> very like weird week. very odd but I feel David's a little bit more 
okay, fine, I'll eat something spicy or I'll try something new. So he has tried, but it's still a struggle because like now that I want to put my foot down versus when I should have probably done it and everybody eat the same food, it definitely is harder. That's and it's hard as a mom to be cooking all these yeah. different things. Mom did it. My mom did it, but, but later in life, I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. más grande porque nuestros hermanos... No, I feel like even when they were young, they, ella les hacía su arroz y chuleta. No, pero aún así, pero la familia que a nosotros nunca, o sea, nunca nos oh, well, yeah, no, diferentes no, no, no. O sea, ya que llegaron los niños chiquitos, ya fue que cenar diferente. Pero... Pero she said, yeah, you know, these three immigrants came from Mexico. They said, I eat. And we didn't have yeah. the... And come on, let's be honest. In Mexico, you didn't have to choose what you were going to eat. You, you ate you what ate you ate. Yeah. yeah. So, and I feel like I'm pulling from different, different, um, what is it? I, I don't know how you would say that, but I'm just like pulling different food out of different places. Cause like growing up, my mom did cook a lot. But once she turned into a single mom and had to work, it's like, well, you know, what's easiest? Lucky, Hot dogs, yeah. uh, you know, heated up Pizza, food, that yeah. sort of thing. So it would, then from there on... That then, became your normal food. Yeah, that, that was my normal cuisine. food. And then some of my cooking, my first initial cooking, like officially, was in cooking class in RBR. So that's where I got some of my food from there. Like, So then when I went, to, it was like a culture shock all over. <laughs> like I'm fragmented yeah, yeah. and it's like pulled out of all different Te directions. Te every time yeah. you went somewhere. And every dish like my dishes aren't I don't think they taste like traditional <laughs> we can say yeah. it's like a mix no, I don't the know. struggle like, the struggle is real immigrant mommies I don't know yeah. um, Ozzy yeah. what do you think your struggle was well I can say there are many but initially initially when I first became and you know got pregnant I didn't have a driver's license because of my immigrant status um, so around that time when I was, uh, I was going to appointments and that it was mostly cabs. It was just half of my paycheck going to cabs because, you know, nearing that end of the pregnancy where you have to go almost every yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. There were a couple of issues with my child where I had to go take, um, what was it, the ultrasounds, like very frequent. Yeah. And all of that was just caps that I was like, you know what, I have to just please God (laughs) help me out here. And actually around that time was when DACA came along and I was able to apply for a driver's license. Le pagaste el taxi a más de uno. Well, I think, yeah, once we have, once you have status, and I think that that's a lot of lo que la gente a veces no, no, um, they take it for granted, right? That, that little things, the privileges that you have. Mm -hmm. How lucky you are to have it, to not have to worry about it. That, oh, you know what? I have a job. I have an income that I could get a car. I, I, if I wanted to, but I can't because I don't have a driver's license. Yeah. Cause the income and, is there, but I just don't have the Yeah. License. At that time I did, I had a very good job and I like, I could have yeah. gotten a car. You could have had a, an easier pregnancy, like mass, definitely. Mass, yeah. Calmada. But you know mm-hmm. what? It worked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, but that is you that know, was a struggle. It is a struggle. I share, I share that struggle. I feel like uh, when I got pregnant with my first son, uh, one of the first things que creo que me impulsó a hacer, because they tell you, right, que tus hijos vienen a enseñarte, and I feel like one of the things that me impulsó a hacer was to learn how to drive too. You know, I mm-hmm. never in my life would have thought or bet que iba yo a empezar a manejar. 
Because I had this a fear yeah. of, of, I of know. Yo conozco mucha gente, really mucha know. gente que tiene que estar, pero te digo que te pagaste taxi más, you know, because mucha gente que sí, o sea, literal te te va medio cheque, las mamás, las mamás para los appointments, para mm -hmm. esto. Yeah. El writer al, al trabajo nada más. Yeah, o sea, el writer a la escuela. El writer a los trabajos, o sea, hasta el día de hoy hay muchas mamás que, que tienen que pagar para llegar de aquí a su trabajo y del trabajo a la casa todos los días o pagarle a alguien que vaya a recoger a los niños porque yeah, no yeah, yeah. todo eso so that is a big struggle I mean we struggled in, in a way but that that struggle is is este continua for a lot of the immigrant mm -hmm. mommies mm -hmm. um I think for me, my my struggle was definitely balancing the cultures. Cuando nació mi hijo y después que tuve a mi hijo, I feel like the constant struggle that I kind of have carried along, and there's a seven-year gap, it had to do with like medicine and health and doctors. And well, you're stuff. not big on medicine. I'm not big on medicine. I I. I She's not big on medicine, but she goes to the doctor for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to the, I, my husband goes to the doctor for literally anything and everything. When my kids would get sick, the first call I would make was not to the pediatrician. Mm -hmm. It was to my mom, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I think that a lot of our immigrant mommies will relate where primero vemos una si lo cura el VIX. Yeah. Si lo va a curar el vaporro. Si lo quiere el vaporro, ya chingamos. So, like, <laughs> if, if the VIX works, if the hierbas work, mm -hmm. if, que tiene, si es empacho, si es el estómago. Si le hicieron ojo, yeah. Oh, yeah. el huevito, pasarle el si huevito. Es muy importante. You know, like, all of these things that only our immigrant mommies would know how to fix, mm -hmm. or that we know someone who knows how to fix. And so. Échale la leche en el oído, si <laughs> like people would think that you know you would have to go to the doctor first or you're crazy for trusting these like the holistic methods then uh, go to the pediatrician straight doctor. away to the pediatrician mm -hmm. but this is how we were raised it is part of our culture and it's it's part of the immigrant life is you know to look at the resource we have available right here before we go and uh, look for other resources and that's how I feel like that struggle I kind of carried it because I literally after mom left uh, back mm -hmm. to Mexico I didn't have that so close So now I had to like make a phone call and then she had to explain to me what I had to do. And yeah, now when she gives you the list of like stuff, stuff that you yeah, need to, you get, need to get, get and you're like, where do I get this? this? Like, ShopRite doesn't have this. <laughs> so to FaceTime her yeah. the store, like, is this what you're talking about? Yeah. So that is a struggle. Yeah, we didn't take the time to learn those things when we had her nearby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom, when she immigrated, she immigrated young also. So obviously my grandma couldn't really teach her stuff. So we ended up um, with a very lovely woman, Doña Cruz. She showed me so many things. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like when my first husband would walk in the door, I would have to like take his shirt off and volver a David because, you know, and it's like this whole thing. And then like I do it now and it's like, where did you learn that? Wait, like, oh, you like, envolves a, a David? He's like 18 though. No. Is that like a thing? Oh, okay. He was little. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you mean you're still... a little awkward after they're 18. Because yeah. David's probably like, mom, I think I'm old. old. Why are you bringing your ex-husband shirt in here? That's yeah. weird. Or, or, you know, or like I know a lot of mas que nacen el bebé y lo primero que hacen es they strap that red bracelet onto them. ¿Por qué? Porque no quieres que le den ojo. My mom used to put red ribbons on her plants. I mean... <laughs> I feel like de oh. todas las cosas remedios así caseros or whatever era cuando te da hipo y le pones un un este un, un, un hilito oh, yeah, en la yeah, en la yeah, forehead like forehead. qué va a ser el hilo 
en la prenda. Pero hey, it works. Tell me if you don't, if you don't do it. A hundred percent. Like a hundred percent. Like it is, it's one of those things that I feel like as immigrant mommies, we kind of take with us. It's yeah. those little It might not uh, make things. sense, but you Sometimes do it. when you really think about it, you laugh at yourself, but do you stop doing it? No, no, no. But you believe is in it that. a comfort thing? Is it a... Uh, You know, whatever it is, though, you don't But I feel like it. also the struggle, not only like, que es porque, ay, mi mamá, hay unos remedios caseros, pero también como like an immigrant mommy te pones a pensar, oye, ¿cuánto me va a costar el doctor? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, ¿cuánto me va a costar llevar al niño? Y después es dan Tylenol y después, porque I know for a fact, y conozco varias personas que, varias mamis, que pues lamentablemente no, no, no contam, cuentan, no contamos con eh, seguro médico en algún momento de nuestras vidas. And then it's like, para que le den Tylenol? No, no, no. A ver qué le hago. Entonces, yeah. you know, tener que tomar esa decisión a veces como mamás inmigrantes de decir no, espérate, ¿qué puedo hacer antes de yeah, ir a un doctor? Yeah. Like, esa decisión creo que te pega bien duro como mamá. Like, yeah. you know, that's a, that's a hard decision to be like, wait, am I gonna afford the doctor? Like, mm -hmm. let me, shit, like, what should I do? Yeah. Let me wait. Let me do the hilito and the, you know, yeah. saying, like, let me put the bracelet. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's so sad because that's a struggle as that immigrant struggle. Moms, moms go through, you know? Not only... I think you it's, know. yeah, and I th I also think that in, in you know, trying to avoid a doctor's bill and trying to avoid all that, there's also what we talked about in our last episode, which is our moms were resourceful. Yeah, you know? 100%. So you think about the fact that where they where they were living to even get to a doctor was you know maybe out of town and so well remember yeah, <laughs> yeah these ancient well you remember when we went things. to Mexico like I wanted as I was freaking out when uh, Iker got sick and she's like oh vamos a, a, a tocarle a la doctora like wait what do you mean tocarle like where's the hospital you know what yeah. I'm saying <laughs> and it's like we were and you didn't take him to the doctor and I didn't because I was so scared yeah she was scared to take him to the doctor and, and, and it was funny she was like scared to take him to the doctor but also scared because the baby was sick and so that she kind of you kind of struggle with then you're like in America <laughs> I, yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know? in America, I was taking my son to the to the ER. Yeah, well, when he was young, you were. Yeah, it, it was like hey, that was the first time, mom. Yeah, first he time, mom. Yeah. It's just like the doctor, the doctor. Like, I feel like. He had a rash, and it's like the, doc the, the doctors doctor. were like. But that's, I think, every mommy issue. Yeah, that's yeah, like a mommy, mommy thing. Like, yeah, every new mommy. Child, yeah. It's just like, oh my God. I remember taking my kid to the dentist at like. Oh my God, I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But he, he had two like, teeth. Yeah. Wait, to yeah. I thought that was weird, though. As an immigrant mommy, is like, really? You don't take him to the dentist that young. But my, his pediatrician told me, oh, you know, it's around that time when he should be going to a dentist. So I'm like, well, with his two holes. Tea. <laughs> <laughs> tea tea I remember then that, like, I think it was like the third time that he went to the dentist. Uh, Pete, my husband, yeah. actually took him. He's like, Do you just take him and they brush his one tooth or two? And that's all they do. Yeah. I'm like, Well, that's what they tell me. I have to send him to the dentist. That's, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't remember mom taking us to the dentist. As <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Seriously, yeah. Really ever. Or know. to the doctor. Like, mm -hmm. my mom will get us our shots, like the shots that we needed. And that's it. But then that was it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of things. I think another struggle the work ethic of, of immigrant mommies. A lot of us immigrant mommies, we don't have the luxury de tomarnos el día libre para X o Y. You know, like, 
some of us, we are lucky enough to be able to take a personal day. You know, pero a lot of the immigrant mommies is like, okay, lo voy a llevar al doctor. Para estar en el doctor tres, cuatro, cinco horas, me va a costar yeah, eso para pagar el bill. No tengo seguridad. You know, so there is a lot of layers so to that. Like, you really do have struggle. to sit back and be like, hmm, how sick are you really? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, how do you feel from one to ten? Yeah. <laughs> it's really true. true. Especially now that they talk, it's like, de verdad, te sabes, ¿qué tan malo? A ver, a ver. Do you need to go to the hospital? I tell my kids sometimes, I'm like, te van a dar una vacuna. ¿Quieres una vacuna? And they're like, oh, not really. Okay, good. <laughs> you're not that sick. You're not that sick. Yeah, and I think that there's a lot of those little struggles, too, that we kind of brought with us from our immigrant mommies, you know? Um, another, I think, big struggle has been just even just this whole school system, right? I think as an immigrant mommy, our, our immigrant mommy struggle with the language barrier. Mm -hmm. And for us, I feel like a lot of the struggle is on the actual, like, application of the education. You know, like, mommy nunca tuvo el tiempo de sentarse con nosotros and, like, doing homework. I know with you, Isis dad did, like, math. math. Like, crazy, but, <laughs> but now I'm you're, like, awesome amazing. Dad, we, we used to... Because dad worked till really late, till like 11 o'clock at mm -hmm. night for him to get home. And because mom couldn't read the instructions on the homework. Yeah. And she didn't understand it. She yeah. didn't know what to do. So we would have to stay up that late to wait for dad, who had just spent 12, 14-hour days working, to come home to sit down to do the homework with us. Yeah. And it was, uh, you know, it's something that now... My son gets his homework, and I might not understand it, not because I don't read English, but because I No, yeah, that is so true. Or it's like, I, I remember Carlitos used to come home with this math, and he'd be like, oh, it's you have to put dots, and then and, and, and you have to do this line. And I had no idea. I literally yeah. had to study to help him study because so can you imagine they're called yeah. Yeah. Like absolutely. our parents so back, being exactly. taught in their country what a way to do certain things and now not only is the language barrier but the way they do things it's so different mm, yeah. and or yet maybe, they they did it they did it yeah. yeah or maybe not have an education yeah. because yeah. I know my mom didn't finish not even middle school yeah and then she started working so it's like we were all on her own and how does that <laughs> how does that impact you as an immigrant mommy yourself? oh no I'm all in there with my first two the older two I was all about arts and crafts and everything right now I feel like I've slacked off but that's because like I'm working a little bit more which I really need to which is a struggle for an immigrant mommy mm -hmm. yeah you know it's yeah. like again that work balance like you can't take off because you yeah. know they have this thing going on in school sometimes like that's a real struggle but I definitely like with school since I know I had a terrible school experience in general so that's why I like I push and I, I make sure I ask and, and what's you know I might not know it but what are you doing so you know I'm in there I'm involved any parent teacher conference anything I try to be as involved as possible because I know that my upbringing was crazy do you think that because your mother wasn't as involved that you made it a priority to be so involved in oh yeah for sure and absolutely that affected your parenting skills yeah, and your parenting, yeah. the way yeah. you parent I think that happens a lot and I think it happens beyond just like that like I said the education struggle I think even just like uh para disciplinar a nuestros hijos I think we we kind of taken a lot of the stuff that our immigrant parents brought to the table y tenemos el privilegio de escoger que sí que no you know yeah absolutely like for example like you just made me re uh, think of uh what you were saying Adri with you know showing up to school stop 
whatever place or whatever. Like I remember when I was in school, I knew for a fact my father was just never making. Really, really like my father it, yeah. was just always, always working constantly. Like yeah. that man would yeah. not take a day off mm-hmm. for not even if it was a bro. Sick. He had six kids. And with <laughs> my mom, <laughs> with my mom, it was something that you know she could, she would. But you remember that anticipation of being on stage or whatever, and looking oh, out yeah. and wanting yeah. to see them. And then when you did see them, how happy mm-hmm. it is that now I make it a point. Like if my oh, son yeah, has absolutely. something, and whenever I've missed because I, I have missed I think with two things that I just totally forgot I feel so guilty oh my yeah. god I know how absolutely. he yeah. feels like you know they look for you yeah. you know yeah. that they they want mm-hmm. you there for what even if it's a second and then I, you know you miss it you're like oh yeah just and worst. we and you, I don't even think that like at least for me I knew dad couldn't make it and I knew mom would try to make it and most most of the times would make it but even the times that they didn't, I don't think I, I held resentment or, or I felt because no, I didn't knew why they yeah, couldn't. They yeah, working. I think that helps a lot, knowing that they didn't make it because they were working to feed you and to buy you stuff other than, you know, oh, she's just laying at home and she didn't yeah. want to show up. That. And so that kind of also like with your struggle, with your personal struggle of when you, you're missing missing it you have to kind of bring yourself back you know you're not missing it porque quieres, you want to right. you know, porque hay una diferencia, you know? because there's choices like okay best to try and show up like I said the times that I've missed it is honestly because I but I also feel like because we're well <laughs> like we're I put lucky. it in my calendar and for whatever reason I forgot to put the alarm and it, yeah it, it, but it let's be off. honest I feel like we're lucky um in a way like for example me I think I'm lucky to have maybe a job that's a hand in fabricas trabajan in lugares donde no te van a dar permiso donde no te dicen okay okay no vas a venir es es un día menos de pago yeah we go back eh, to that struggle you know life. and you it's like can't, you can't, can't really do that, that you know and and, and and to make that choice I, I you know I always bring it back to like to make that choice as a mom that you you like we feel guilty not being there the one time to make the choice as a mom to say you know what Wey, si, si, si dejo el trabajo hoy, maybe me vayan a correr, o si tenemos esos jefes culeros, you know, te vayan a correr, entonces, ok, me pierdo la graduación de mi hijo, o me pierdo algo importante de mi hijo, because then, ¿cómo chingados lo voy a hacer para seguir yeah, haciéndole, you know? videos online de todos estos este, chavos que se están graduando, y van hasta las fincas a entregarles el, el, el diploma. Like, and, and you think about it, you know, sus papás están en la finca trabajando mientras ellos están graduando. Why? Because that's their that's the life that's their struggle you know and and i feel like that's a lot of our struggles as immigrant mommies mm-hmm. we have a constant internal battle with very tough trying choices. to yeah trying to make the right choice mm-hmm. as immigrants and and trying to make the right do the right choice as mommies you know and so i think that for example tuisa what is like some of the choices that you've made that you feel like you kind of face because your mom made one choice and you decided to opt out yes my mom was very very strict <laughs> yeah. she was super strict with me um she definitely believed in the chakla <laughs> i don't i don't do that with my kids because i'm like no i think there's another way and i think i don't and it you know, didn't work with you yeah, yeah. i don't resent her for it because 100 percent, thank god that she was some somewhat strict i mean come on <laughs> i had my kids very young but you know i definitely take that into account that i think that if if you see where you're coming from you could definitely change it and it could be better that there is another way and it is a struggle because you have to pick and choose what it is yeah that you're gonna take 
you know, good, bad, whatever, and, and incorporate it in your, you know, showing your kids the way too. Because it's just a whole struggle within itself, I feel like. Because, yeah, I don't believe in, in the chakra or the spoon. <laughs> I don't believe in either. Yeah, I think they... Even I though sometimes they, I feel yeah. like they probably could learn a thing or two. And our parents would tell us, le falta, le falta que le des unas buenas nalgadas. But, you know, that's yeah. what the culture comes from. No, but you know what's from. funny? It's just like, as far as discipline, it's like, growing up, I feel like our parents were very, like, bien rígidos and, like, super, like, headstrong with us. And it's like... You know, you got to walk the straight line. Pero luego nacieron nuestros hijos. And they're oh. like, ay, no le grites. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, totally. what is it, the mean? I just yeah. read something a couple of days ago that said that. That said, <laughs> grandparents are the way they are with their grandchildren because they learn from the mistakes that they made with their own children. So, like, if they were hard and yeah. strict and whatever with They kind of want to make up. They feel like, you know mm. what, it wasn't worth it. it. It's more, it's better to love them, to be sweet to them, to spoil them. A little too late, mom. Oh, a little too late. <laughs> <laughs> that, but I feel like maybe there's some truth to that. There is some truth I definitely to that, do think know, like that because then my mom's like, no, habla. You know, hablando se entienden las personas. It's like, where were you? Like, yeah. 10, 20 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah. No, so, es yeah. que aplican diferentes reglas cuando llegan los yeah. And I think, like, especially immigrant mommies. Yeah. I feel like immigrant mommies have such a unique point of view. You know, we think about how we could, like you said, make, do things differently. And sometimes we'll decide to do things differently. So we're like, you know what? No. <laughs> or we plan, just like every other mom, we plan the type of mom that we're going to be. And then when we're actually moms, it's You're like, like oh, yeah, well. okay. <laughs> yeah. I think that, that has to be like a whole nother episode. Yeah, that's like a whole nother like the, thing. The yeah. mother you plan to be and the mother that you, you are. are. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I do think that, like all of us kind of had a vision of, what kind of mom we were going to be and at the end of the day we ended up I'll tell you what we ended up being just immigrant mommies Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's that well that's what it is I don't think you even took that into account when oh wait when I become a mom I'm gonna be an immigrant mom yeah you know it was kind of like it's weird like I'm gonna be this kind of mom but then wait then you have to have all those struggles yeah yeah you have to add the layer (laughs) of immigrant you're just like wait a minute wait a minute that's not gonna work that way yeah I think we touched on a lot of things and like a lot of different things today and I hope that you guys like identified with some of them uh i hope that you know we <laughs> you'll have stories share it with yeah. us we yeah, know that you they... share with us yeah. really because uh, it's always good to find a community where you can identify with people and share these kind of things to say oh i'm not the only one yeah. maybe we do believe in the chancla hey you know <laughs> <laughs> what is your immigrant mommy struggle so I hope we can hear from you guys. I don't know if anyone has any final thoughts. I hope you enjoyed uh, today's tema. And uh, if you have any suggestions of other things that we can talk about, that'll be great. The only thing I would want to say is um, we all go through struggles. The immigrant mommies, we have that one more layer. But we're so pretty amazing. And everybody, you know, we're doing our best. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode. Nos vemos. Gracias por escucharnos. Don't forget to follow us at Our Mima Podcast. Bye.